0: Oh, hey everyone. It's episode 108 of the Colleen Gallagher podcast. We are a top 150 USA podcast, a top 500 global podcast in spirituality. It blows my mind and it makes me so thrilled that this was last week's stat. So, actually, by the time you listen to this today, The stats will hopefully have already improved and increased, which is so exciting. We're just rising and rising and rising. and I can't even tell you how ecstatic it makes me. So this podcast is here with the intention to be a space that you can come and tune in to receive a frequency that will activate, educate, and empower you to begin living a lifestyle you love that supports you financially. If you are returning, oh, hey, and if you are brand new, well, hello and welcome. Health and wellness, spirituality, holistic healing became a passion of mine because I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer at age 14. And after nine long years of suffering, I self-healed my body, mind, and soul. So in these episodes in my podcast, I bring you my own voice as well as other people I meet along my journey to offer perspective, inspiration, and real-life proof that when you choose to follow your dreams, you say yes to what is inside of your heart, that you will begin to create a lifestyle that is wildly impactful, fulfilling, and abundant beyond your wildest dreams. We cover topics from health and wellness, digital marketing, new age spirituality, global development, and pop culture, current events, as it relates to new So get ready, tune in, subscribe, and make sure to leave us a review to let us know what you're loving. You can always email us on my website, www.collingallagher.co to request episode topics and let us know how everything's going. I love you. And thank you for being part of this collective community. I'm so excited for the day. I get to meet you and give you a big hug. So with that, we are going to dive into today's episode, which is how to handle emotional turbulence to return to emotional stability. But before I get into that, I just want to talk a little bit about my weekend, you guys. Oh my God, if you did not follow my social media this weekend, you really missed out. I'm not just saying that to be like annoying. I mean, I'm really saying it like you need to make sure you're on my Instagram, the Colin Gallagher watching. I mean, I was invited. It really was like honestly making history to Judy Garland's 100th birthday private event with her children and her grandchildren for her fragrance reveal. It was honestly one of the most incredible things I'd ever attended. You had famous TikTokers, you had her family, you had, I mean, there was so many people with such a diverse background. You had people from New York. We had people from Spain. We, I mean, it was Every type of person you could ever imagine was at this event. And every single person was like number one in their own field, respectfully. It was just absolutely incredible. The amount of amazing women I met that are entrepreneurs, the amount of amazing men that I met were entrepreneurs and creatives that are, you know, famous people on social media. Like it was absolutely incredible. I had some of the best relationships that I met. I had such a blast. I mean, it was just a night to remember. There was a fashion show, the fashion show that was made. Oh my God. I knew the fashion designer. The Empire State Building was lit up that night across the country with um, pride and also due to Judy Garland. Like it was just this like, holy shit, I'm actually at the event that the reason that the Empire State Building is lit up across the country, like it was just incredible. The food was amazing. The drinks were amazing. The atmosphere was amazing. What was even cooler is where the event was held at, which was the e-bell, is where Judy Garland was found when she was 13 years old. Her talent was found. And I had no idea that Judy Garland was um, what's this called? So so talented. Like she really is like the brunette Marilyn Monroe. I had no idea. And I was asking, I was like, why is she not like Marilyn Monroe? Like, you know, what is it because Marilyn was just so different and blonde and whatever? But she was actually really known to be more talented than Marilyn. I mean, she had an Oscar, and I, you know, I got to see it. God, that Oscar was so small compared to the ones that are now. But um, yeah, it was just an incredible experience, an incredible event. It was just amazing, and I, I don't have any, I've, I have, I've, have, I've have no words for it. It was just amazing. So you want to make sure, and the, and the fragrance is beyond amazing. She had a specific rose that was DNA genetically made for her, and that rose is in this scent, and the scent is absolutely amazing. I mean, they like sprayed it on stage, and you could smell it. It is a strong scent. It is unisex, though. So, um, so you want to go to judygarlandfragrance.com and you're going to want to go get it because it is a limited edition. Um, so you definitely want to go to judygarland.com. I can leave it in, in the, in the links or in the whatever. And you're going to want to go get the fragrance. That is a hundred percent, thousand percent sure. Um, and it was just so cool to be invited to that event. It was so honored. I was so honored. I was just so humbled. I, it was one of those events where you're like, I'm in the room of people like this. Like it was just. <coughs> something that was totally full circle for me. Mm. And it, and I went by myself. I did have someone I RSVP, but they weren't able to attend because they were traveling, which kind of sucks. So I was like, oh, I wish I would have RSVP'd someone else, but oh, well, you know, I was beautiful. I got to go by myself and I got to meet amazing people. I met a new, two new soul aligned girlfriends that were just incredible. I mean, it was just amazing. That's all I have to say about that. I, I, I can't I can't say enough, get outside your comfort zone. And this is so wild. Sorry, everyone. I have this, I have to show you this. I have this, um, I have to stop what I'm saying. I have this, what's this called foundation. Do you guys see, this is like a woof. If you're on the thing, there's like a woof here and there's like a little, it's like Halloween at this little I don't know. i call it like star thing. As I'm talking about this and I'm like looking at my foundation has a woof with a little star. I'm going to have to look up the spiritual meaning of a woof. Jeez. That's so wild. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. But it was just incredible. You need to put yourself outside your comfort zone and, you know, always to events that you feel like, you know, I, before I would have felt like I was never worthy enough to be there. I would have felt like I wasn't good enough. Oh my God. I would have felt like I wasn't pretty enough. I would have felt like I didn't have something you know, expensive enough to wear. I mean, there's all these limiting beliefs that I would have had. Right. You've just got to get up and do it. And you've just got to be confident, even walking the red carpet by yourself. Like, you know, you've just got to be confident and do it and know that there will be a time that you will have your own events where people will feel that way. And I'm so happy that I went. I mean, there's another woman who is on a a reality TV show. Um, it's called X's on the beach. And I binge watched it this weekend after this event, this was like the only event I went to, because it was so amazing. But after you go to such a big event like that, like it was so high like I was buzzing, like my body was like, Oh, uh, like literally till the next day to like 4.00 PM. Like I couldn't even like work because my body was like, literally like buzzing with all the energy because we're energetic beings. And I definitely need to like have more energetic protection when I go to such large events. But it was just an absolute incredible experience that I wish everyone, I could have taken everyone with me behind the scenes and been there. I mean, just every little detail was phenomenal. So, um, so yeah, just get outside your comfort zone, say yes, to the things you're nervous about and know that your life is only going to become more and more incredible. So, um, anyway, there's that. Um, and the focus I wanted to have for this podcast after that is really to go into emotional instability and stability. I know as intuitives or as spiritual beings or as creative beings, we're kind of labeled like the special ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, they act out emotionally that way because they're different. You know, they, um, they are creative because, you know, they've always seen life different. They've always been the different ones. You know, that's the way that they need to express themselves is through that, you know, like acting like we're like something's wrong with us. So that's why we're like in this creative bubble that like this creative bubble that magically what we call innovation and curiosity and whatever magically is what moves the masses into where we want to go because of imagery and color and words, but we're the crazy ones that are moving humanity. So Anyway, this whole thing of us being like emotionally unstable or us having like emotional, you know, issues, whatever that it is. I wanted to really dive into this today because I don't know, it just feels alive and present for me. Um, I've definitely, to the wrong people, you're always going to seem um, unbalanced and you're always going to seem out of place. And they're always going to find a reason of why your emotions are wrong. So as you guys know, I was in like a really long, well, I shouldn't say really long. It was three years sort of, but, you know, relationship that I attracted because I guess part of me had to feel like I liked being rejected. It was like, I was addicted to feeling rejected in a way I had to be, or I I don't know. And so. their response to me always be like, oh, here you go again, emotionally dramatic, emotionally unstable, emotionally, whatever. Right. And they say these words that like are trigger points for those of us who are intuitives or who are creatives, because that's not true that we're not emotionally stable or that, you know, we, we feel anxiety or depression or ADHD or all these things, right. That's not, Actually, majority of humanity does. We're just the brave ones to actually claim that we that we go through it and that we actually utilize it to produce. Things in society that we actually use it to further our career and further enhance our life, and that we actually use it to become more in tune and emotionally intelligent. Right, like we actually have the courage to admit it. When the people who are most resistant, like, oh no, I have nothing, I don't have anything. Yeah, they're they're actually the ones that are the most emotionally stable, and that's when they project things onto people like us. Well, you did it because we can take it because we alchemize it because we know we already have a process, we already have a way that we take things through of how to emotionally. Move through situations, emotionally get through pain, emotionally get through when things don't go our way. Because, right, a lot of our life, we've been forced to do things we haven't wanted to do, like go to a schooling system that makes no fucking sense. One, two, it's been like get married, have kids. That doesn't make sense. We don't want to do that. We want to create and we want to be in nature and we want you to leave us the fuck alone and we will get the results. We get the results the same way that you do and probably further longer more than you do, like for like more consistently over a period of time. So, anyway. Why I'm sharing this or why I wanted to go on to this is because I just feel like I have had a lot of experiences in my life where people have been like, Oh, Colleen, you're emotionally confusing or you're emotionally this or you're too emotional. Your emotions are all over the place. da-da-da-da-da-da. And um, I just wanted this to be a reminder. It's kind of going to be a shorter one that you're not, there's nothing wrong with you. And if you want, to become someone where those things aren't said to you so often. What I've really leveraged is mantras. And I've really leveraged being very mindful of who I let into my mind and who I let into my space and who I let into my private thoughts. So some mantras that I want to share with you guys, when you're feeling really activated, when you're feeling really out of control, when you're feeling like your emotions are going all over the place and you feel like maybe you can't focus, you can't be creative, you can't produce, um, you're, you you want to lash out, you know, when you feel these things, I want you to know that you're safe. No, you know you're not alone in these feelings. Many, many of us have felt it. But here are some mantras that I'd really like to share. I'd really like to offer. Sorry, my eye is really itchy. That I'd really like to share. I'd really like to offer to support you in that. So when you're feeling those things, I want you to go either either in your journal or daily. Right. I'm an emotionally stable person. I'm an emotionally secure person. I handle my emotions with grace. I move through my emotions with love. Um, when people come around me, they feel well. When people think of me, they feel well. My emotions guide me to creativity. My emotions let me be a producing member to society. My emotions guide me to be impactful. My emotions let me build my income. Like you want to begin to say these mantras of not just letting people say like, oh, you're emotional, you're this. And then you taking that on as yours because it's not yours, that's theirs. And when someone's saying you're doing that, that's a projection, right? That's not like someone who's a very concerned, loving like friends saying like, hey, I just want to say I've seen these things. I'm a little concerned. Have you seen these things? Are you okay? That is a loving, considerate friend. Anyone else get rid of them or don't let them in your, I shouldn't say get rid of them, but just don't let them in your private thoughts. Like don't let them in your mind. So the second thing that I would say that's really important, um, well, yeah, those mantras. So one, when you're feeling out of control, any of those mantras, just repeat them over and over, over again. One thing I've done, that's really massively shifted me to feel like I've become more emotionally stable. Like my emotions are more, they're not like going up and down and up and down. And my hormones are all over the place is I really do journal. A lot of times I shouldn't say daily, but when I was really focusing on this part of my life, I would journal. I am emotionally stable. I am emotionally stable. I'm emotionally stable. I'm emotionally secure, right? Like, and I would put these things because one thing I felt like I was constantly looking for in a man or looking for in a significant other was emotional security. Like I never needed financial se- security, but I was always looking for that in a man. And it clicked like, oh, you can't look for that in a man. You have to be that first. You have to carry yourself there for you to be able to attract a man like that. And so I started to say, I'm emotionally secure. I'm emotionally stable. And then I would say like, what does that look like? And so I would say like, when things don't go my way, instead of reacting, I move with it. And when things don't go my way or someone shows up late, instead of reacting and blowing up, I just move with it. And it doesn't mean I'm not sad, but I would turn to my journal or turn to my whatever and I would move through it differently. So that's one is the mantras. And then three is obviously the real life implement Im- implementation. When things happen in your life and it's like, um, like a bank didn't respond to you or a a bank teller, or I don't know, a friend didn't respond to you or a guy you're seeing or a girl you're seeing didn't respond to you or the, the favorite pants that you found they're out of your size. Instead of like having this huge emotional reaction, huge emotional breakdown, which I trust me. I know that these emotions can feel so big. Like I can give you an example. There was a moment, this was not so long ago. This was a different experience, but I was dating someone and, um, I really wanted to hang out with them. Like, I really genuinely wanted to see them. I wanted to hang out with them. And I felt like this was like, we dated before then we ended and now, like we kind of opened things up again. And, um, they, they basically like messaged me, you know, um, I'm going to go away the next five weekends. And I was just like, I don't like. part of me was like, I don't want to date a guy where I'm not going to see you for five weekends. Like that's too much for me. Right. Like, I don't want to be in a relationship like that. And so, um, yeah, like I don't basically I don't want to be in a relationship like that. And I found out like, they were supposed to be going to this place by themselves and they meet friends with the neighbors. And then they're like having breakfast with the neighbors. I'm thinking like, So they're making memories with the neighbors instead of like choosing to be here, making memories with me. And like, life is so short. Like this life is so short. Like, why would you want to go make new memories with strangers instead of making memories with me, especially if we're trying to do something again after we've already ended. And my emotion just felt so big, right? They felt so like distraught, rejected, horrified. Like, why am I even in this? Like, the emotion felt so big, like through my body, it was like I, I felt like my body almost couldn't move. Like it felt so big through my body. I wanted to flip out. I wanted to lash out. I wanted. To, and I was like, you know what? It's not worth it. It's just not worth my body doing this. This is obviously a sign of what I don't want, and so I'm going to just block their number and move on. I didn't even have a conversation. It wasn't worth the emotional instability. Wasn't worth the conversation. You go. I'm emotionally stable, and in that moment, I just brought myself back. Like this feeling pulsating through me isn't worth it it's not not worth it so that's what i did and that's like what brought me back to emotional stability that took a lot of practice right took you through took me everything i just said don't talk to people who are going to put you down which was one i didn't do feeling that and then seeing i wanted i wanted to be emotionally stable i said the mantras and then taking action that let me be emotionally stable and it's only when you begin to do this on repeat on cycle that you become where you want the one that's creative with, Oh, they're just different. But like, wow, they're leading by example in a really good way. So anyway, that's what I wanted this podcast episode to be about, because I definitely know what it feels like to be a creative or to be an entrepreneur, or to be an innovator. And people call you all sorts of things. Cause we are different. We do see the world differently and we do lead massive amounts of people. And so of course the masses want to throw stones at us because they can't do what we do because they're not choosing to heal. They're not choosing to do the path of healing. They're not choosing to become emotionally intelligent, right? They're choosing to stay numb because when you begin to open up your emotions, like a layer of an onion, it is painful because you have to look at your past and why your past has created patterns and do why your present reality is the way it is. And what needs to shift? If you want your present different, if you want your future different, that's painful because you have to face the truth of what you, haven't done or what you've allowed in your life, the bullshit you've tolerated. So anyway, um, yeah, that's what I wanted to share. That's what I wanted to offer. That's what was on my heart and mind. I hope that this served you. I hope that you love this. I hope that you know, wherever you are, the best is yet to come. and There is nothing wrong with you and that being emotionally stable instead of let it, someone did teach me this once and I do believe it, if you are a victim to your emotions, your emotions will ruin your life. You have to let your, you have to let your emotions become empowered emotions where those emotions, emotions guide your life, but you are the guiding force of where they go. Instead of you being a victim of a drama here, a drama here, a drama here, like, no, this is my emotion. This is what I feel. I'm going to drive it and empower my emotions for inspiration, drive it and empower it into where I want to go, drive it and empower it to become a producing member of society. And when you begin to do that as an intuitive, as a spiritual being, as a spiritual leader, as a spiritual experience, you are unstoppable. So I love you. I hope that this served. Please leave a review, you guys, so we can get to number one in spirituality. Um, Please share it with your friends um, and reach out. Let me know what you liked. And please follow us on social media, the Colleen Gallagher. I love you guys. And I hope you have the most beautiful start to the week.